Alright, so you thought that I gave up, huh? You thought that that was it. More talking to myself than anyone, you know, because here we are. It's been about two months, almost to the day, since episode nine of this podcast. And no word, you know? <laughs> Sometimes that's how I am. I, what can I say? I'll just, I'll be caught up in uh, the, the process. I'll be caught up in other shit, distracted, uh, lackadaisical, putting it off, whatever. And sometimes it helps to just step back and, and not address it, if you can. Um, and in this case, I could. So, so here's what happened. I expected episode 10, this episode, to be an interview. It was going to be the first kind of interview, or not interview, conversational kind of episode. And... I recorded it. I rec- we um, I sat down with my friends Gavin and Stacy here in the living room, and had a great convo. It was like a two-hour convo. It just flowed. It felt natural. And while we were in it, I was thinking, like, man, this is great. This is flowing. We're talking about all sorts of different things. This is cool. You know, we're doing it. And then upon upon sitting down and parsing through it, attempting to string together some sort of narrative. Not even narrative, just something that would be interesting to an outsider who didn't know Gavin or Stacy, who didn't know me. Um, it was very difficult, and I have myself to blame for that. Um, I feel like it was a good, it was a good um, learning experience. Next time I sit down to have a conversation, I'm going to come with more of a focus and more of a um, editorial mindset of pushing the conversation along in a certain way um, and getting down to it quicker. Um, because this, while it was a great conversation, and maybe I will, maybe I will release it in some form, uh, in an uncut form, just get it out, you know, just get it out of the way. Or, or somehow figure out a way to parse it down in an in- intelligible way. Uh, maybe that will come soon. Um, but if it doesn't, it was a learning experience. And so after months of sitting on that episode and, and sitting down at the computer and trying to come up with something, trying to string it together in some way, I decided, you know what? Well, really, what? Ha- <laughs> let's just go on with a regular check-in kind of episode. But what really is behind that is it's been two months now, and I'm dealing with a whole new range of things, internal and external, that it's time for an episode. You know, I think I'd addressed that in earlier uh, podcasts and earlier episodes that I didn't... The idea of having, like, a scheduled... Um, frequency to the to the releasing of episodes is cool and great from the listener's perspective and can be motivating from the creator's perspective. But you need to have reason. There needs to be motivation. There needs to be a subject matter to address in order for that to work. And when I'm here just checking in 
with what's going on with me, a lot of it, you know, there's periods of monotony. There's periods of there's not really much to talk about. So letting it sit and having the natural progression and having the natural building up of, of um, things uh, has brought us here. So my apologies to you all. Um, most importantly to Gavin and Stacy, who are probably eagerly awaiting uh, the opportunity to hear their own voice and, and, and thoughts and conversation out on the internet. Um, I do apologize to them. Uh, but uh, the end is not here. Uh, we will push on and, and maybe uh, have another conversation. Maybe that one will find its day in the, in the sun. So, I'm going to handle this one on my own. Um, We're going to call it episode 10, question mark, is what I wrote down. Episode 10, maybe I'll I'll name it after the fact. But, uh, welcome back to the cabin log. For those of you that are still listening, I appreciate you sticking with me. I hope this shit's interesting to you. Um, You know, I'm here, it's October 8th right now, and... And when did I start? I started almost a year ago. I didn't start podcasting until a few months in, but um, I'm, I hope it's not dull to you guys. I hope it's not monotonous, repetitive. Um, I'm just being true to myself and being true to what's happening here and what's happening to me and et cetera, et cetera. And I'll just continue to do that. So thanks for listening. Um, without further ado, the cabin log. over to my list here usually before an episode if i'm not like fully clairvoyant as to what it's going to be you know what's going to be addressed um i have like a little list of notes and i can cross off gavin and stacy and i'll just hop right into this this is going to be a personal episode i think you know the whole thing is a person my whole my whole experience here has been an incredibly personal experience. And one of the challenges that has been on my mind, you know, I can't escape it. It's something that's that's always here, that's always I'm being reminded, I'm always being reminded of is how incredibly personal this experience is. And I can do my best to share it in this way or in conversations with friends or or writing or whatever but in the end the experiences both the sublime and the mundane the devastating and the exhilarating you know the whole range of things that that I'm experiencing out here in the end only I will be able to experience it. And it's very, it's proven very difficult and oftentimes frustrating when talking with friends or family and hoping to convey 
the joys or the sorrows or whatever it is of what I'm experiencing here. And just more often than, I mean, 90% of the time, what I walk away with is, wow, that person doesn't get it. And it's not their fault. It's just the nature of it. When you're here 90% of the time alone, doing everything alone, you can't expect other people to appreciate or commiserate in the same way that that you do. It's going to be a mediated form of it. Because it's mediated. You're telling them the story. You're trying to convey the experience. They're not experiencing it directly. So that's just part and parcel of what I'm doing here is the frustration of of of, of trying to share it. <laughs> and um, I don't want to be alone here. You know, I want to share it with people. I want to share it with someone. I want to, you know, but for right now, here I am. And... It's been hard. It's hard uh, to be alone. <laughs> I'm finally like hitting a wall here where I'm noticing like, man, like <laughs> the actual effects of limited true social interaction are are weighing down on me a little bit. Uh, like I for a while, I felt the need, like the drive to like, hey, go out and just like go socialize with someone, like go out to a bar and just like talk to people. And that helps a little bit. But it's surface level. Like you really need people who understand you and, and you understand them. There's no replacing that. And it's hard to cultivate um, when you're a stranger. Um, I haven't really made too many friends in town. I haven't made I, I haven't made any friends in town. I mean, a couple, but no one that I'm like hanging out with on the reg. So it's a challenge. It is what it is. I can probably rectify it by making more of an effort to go out. I think oftentimes for a while there, I was just extremely tired at the end of the day. And the last thing I wanted to do was like drive 12 miles into town, like go drink at a bar. But I think I need to make an effort to do that more. Um, Another chapter in this kind of um, tale is when I do have friends visit from home usually, when I do have people that I that I know, that I love, or family visit, it's <laughs> very interesting because it used to be that I would invite people up here, we would have a great time, and we would all drive up. You know, I'd be coming up from Miami, and we'd all arrive at this place, and it was like, all right, here we are in the woods, and it was this shared kind of like getaway. Since I've been living here, it's more like you're welcoming people into your extremely private space that you inhabit solely you for <laughs> weeks and weeks on end. I mean, there are days when I don't talk to anyone for, for, for a week almost. Um, and then all of a sudden you have someone come in from the city and you're real excited to have them. You're really excited for all the things you're going to do. But it's challenging because it's this whirlwind of emotions, it's this whirlwind of uh, excitement oftentimes. And when I want to react positively, oftentimes, I mean, sometimes it do, sometimes it's great, you know? Sometimes it's nothing but great. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's nothing about this person or these people or whatever. It's just, I'm so in one 
kind of plane here and people come from other places and bring their energy and bring their kind of vibe and it's a shock to me a lot of times so i'll get irritable or i'll just be like you know want to be alone whatever (laughs) which is which is ironic you know it's like the what i need most is social interaction but because of my isolation and my day in day out routine of being alone into myself inviting the other thing is like who's cool with having someone just like living in your personal space like it's going to affect you in some way and for those of you that are listening like i'm so down with having friends over i'm just trying to get at like it's kind of like what it does to me you know you're in how many people live on top of you know you do have you welcome in your home and they're living right on top of you for a weekend uh maybe you maybe you do often i don't um i guess i do often now that i'm out here people come and they stay and it's great i want it to keep going but it's just an interesting thing i've noticed that it's like it's different when you come up together and it's different when someone comes and comes into your space the other side of that is like Another facet of that is, you know, you have someone over here or I have someone over here. We have a great time. You know, I take my time off of whatever chores and and getting crap done up here and I show them around or we go and we have fun and we do all these things. And then I'm on this high usually of like, hey, let's like do all this stuff. We're having great. We're laughing. We're having we're making memories, whatever. And then the person leaves and it's like all of a sudden quiet again and you're all of a sudden back on your own again. And it's just this interesting like pendulum of emotions and uh, excitement, I guess is the word. Just an interesting thing I've noticed. What you can't slow down and you can't turn around Yet you can't trust anyone You just sit there like a butterfly Yet you're all encased in So fragile, you just may break and you don't know who to ask. Oh, ain't it lonely when you're living with a gun? Well, you can't slow down and you can't. Such a rare collector's item When they throw away what's trash You can hang suspended from a star I wish on a toilet roll You can just soak up the atmosphere Like a 
feel like this is the time of year you know we're in October now and this is the time of year where I usually you know before I was living here this is when I would start to make plans to come up and visit you know summertime wasn't the ideal time to be up here and I feel this is my first summer here and I feel like it was challenging it required like kind of putting my head down what's the saying like to to put your nose to the ground or put your put the plow to the whatever it is I dug in and was like all right we're doing this and was here in this buggy hot muggy wet summer um and I feel like I mean it's still hot and humid out we're getting like a few days we had a, a little drought and we have a, a few days of heavy rain it's been nonstop rain the past 24 hours plus um but I feel like the end is near of this, like, heat. You know, pretty soon we're going to be having nice, cool weather. You know, hunting season approaches, and the feeling is, you know, exhale. I've made it through this. So I'm patting myself on the back mentally. Um, you know, a lot of people have it, have had it a lot harder. Imagine, like, you know, I can come in and take a, a break. Or I can avoid the sun hours. You know, I'll work in the morning and then work in the evening, as I've said. There's guys who are out there, you know, working on roofs, just working outside on anything that can't come in. And that's some hard shit. That's some really hard crap. You better not have anything to do when you get home. I, I, and these guys do, I'm sure. Because if it was me, I would just plop right down and not move, you know. So made it through summer, man. It was tough. It was cool though, you know. You dig in. There's, it's, it, it, I almost feel like maybe this is naive, you know. I'm sure it'll, it, I'm sure, I'm sure it'll, its specialness will wear off. But I almost feel like there's a medal on my chest, you know. Made it through summer in the woods here. The other thing that's been going on is like, I guess, I've started to whether this is related to like the feelings of isolation and loneliness, like really settling in. I've started to consider, like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? You know, I feel like I've kind of been thrown off my balance a bit, my confidence of, like, yeah, this is the right thing to do. I'm doing this. You know, let's go for it. Instead, I'm kind of experiencing, and this has just been, like, maybe the past month started to set in, like a couple weeks, really where I'll often just have the question like like what's the point of this um 
I got the goats, I got the chickens, I figured it out, I've started to make my own food to a degree, it's cool, I've made improvements to the home, but in the end, like, what is my, why am I here? What am I doing? And I think part of this is like, has a lot to do with the notion of, of work and career, but also, and, and of course career and whatnot plays on this, but also just like the idea of having prospects for a good future in whatever life you're doing. And, you know, I know that this is strange. What I'm doing is strange. It's not typical. It's very atypical. It's very offbeat. It's, uh, it's odd. Um, and there is... It's, there's courage that it takes to, to be odd <laughs> or to do something so strange uh, and different. And I guess sometimes I'll admit, and I'm ashamed to admit, but uh, this is where I'm truthful. There is the lure of doing something normal. There is the ease of going back to my city life, working in the office, Working industriously, you know, helping, doing good stuff um, at times, but also times of boredom, monotony, BS, maybe just just the business world. You know, anyone who works in any degree knows just the crap that you have to put up with. Um, but even given that. There is a lure to, well, I'm doing something that's normal. But you let the world stop trying. And you let the world stop trying. What happened the other day is I met this goat farmer um, at a farmer's market or whatever. And he was a dude from Miami, real nice guy. And he asked me, like, he's like, oh, so you're raising goats, but, like, what else do you do? (laughs) And it fucked me up because I was like, because I'm really working hard here doing the goats. It may not seem that way to outsiders, but, like, I felt ashamed a little bit. Like, there was this expectation that that's not your full-time thing. And And for me, it can't be my full-time thing. I'm, I'm realizing now, like, I'm kind of on a sabbatical. I have to get back to working in some degree. It can't just be this, <laughs> you know, uh, wishy-washy kind of homesteading, quote-unquote, thing. It's a fun experiment, and it's something that I hope to continue into the future, no doubt. But um, it's not my life. It's, uh, I don't want it to be my life. Tells us um, how the world 
I'm, I'm reading this book. I found this book um, in the bookstore called Doing Nothing. And it's like a oral history or whatever of, of um, it's a history of slackers, loungers, loafers, whatever the title is. And in it, the author talks about his time. In the first chapter, the author talks about his time um, as a young man after college or whatever, living off the land in like, I don't know, Vermont or something. In a commune. And there's an element of like, it's a rejection of of the mainstream culture, right? It's a rejection of like kind of capitalist culture to want to do that. You know, like, oh, we can subsist outside of the system, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And that's, there's part of that for me, of course. I feel like mine came from a more like survivalist mentality or comes from a more survivalist mentality than it does from like a fuck the man mentality. But there's a fuck the manness to this. in the end like that's I hate to say childish it's immature I think I think the reality is that what do I know about the reality but I think that my feeling is that you know moving having having progressed beyond the ability beyond the stage of just like hey you know we have to work the land and provide for ourselves like as a, as a society that we've moved beyond that opens up the doors for us to achieve greater things. That should seem to obvious to most people. But um, this is a ideal. This is a bucolic kind of endeavor of romance, right? But is it a healthy way to live as one person? No way. No way. It's hard. As one person, it's extremely hard. It's been extremely challenging. I think, um, and I addressed this in the first episode, like, ideally I would have done this with a partner. But the partner didn't exist, and the opportunity was there, and for reasons explained, I had to leave the city. And so I, I just did it on my own. If I throw in the towel... I think there will be a day, I hope, I hope, knock on wood, there will be a day where I hop back up here or hop back somewhere else and and dive in again, this time with a place of greater understanding and experience, uh, but with a partner. I mean, just a simple, I mean... <laughs> Just having company is the obvious is the obvious benefit of having a partner, right? It's you, it's less stress on yourself. It's less trying for you. But like, there are times when like you need to hold one goat in this area and have another in another, and like just having an extra set of hands is immensely valuable. Um. So. That said, I'm not throwing in the towel. 
I'm continuing because I'm continuing at the very least for the next few months because I have the next few months already planned out for me. I'm talking, of course, about the goats being pregnant. Um, I have at least two of the... I think one of the does did not take the pregnancy. She doesn't seem to be as bloated as the others. Uh, There's two that are almost definitely pregnant. They're just very wide and bulged out. Um, They're due December 29th, so that's, you know, a few months. Um, uh, And, uh, you know... I'm gonna, you know, I have to prepare for that, get ready for that. I've started to dry off the goats off milk, so my mornings are slightly, my morning routine is now changed, is a little easier on myself. I just feed them and I don't have to milk them. Well, I've been doing milking every other day, but I think today is the last day of that. So from now on, I won't be doing any milking, which means no more fresh milk, um, no more fresh yogurt once I'm done with what I have, uh, and. In between now and December 29th, I have a hunting trip in Wyoming, which I'm very excited for. It'll be my only time, real significant time away from here this entire year. I'm going to be going to Sub-Zero, Wyoming, to the Bighorn Mountains, where I'm hunting with my cousin Robert, as I've done a few times in the past. Um, I've got a elk tag for a bull elk. I'm sorry, for a cow elk, uh, which I hope to be successful in filling which means I'll be coming back here, if successful, with a few hundred pounds of meat. Um, And I'll have had a great experience out west, which always invigorates me and inspires me uh, with friends. I'm very excited to do that. And so that's coming up. Um, But then it's, it's pregnancy time. And that'll be exciting. You know, I have my farmer friends who got me the goats and who also have goats that are pregnant at the same date uh, that are going to help me. And so I'm not doing it entirely alone. Um, And hopefully we're successful. Hopefully I have little baby goats running around. I may sell them depending on whether they're male or females. I may keep them and expand the herd. I don't know. Then the question is, continue or not? There is something to be said about having this as a, you know, uh, free, you know, shackle-free. You know, the animals are a kind of a shackle. You can't leave them, you know. You need, I haven't been able to. I'm, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the type of person that can really just trust someone to watch after them intermittently while I'm gone or pay someone to be here while I'm gone or just leave them as some people do with food, whatever. I don't know if I'm cut out for that. I love these guys too much. Um, Of course, I'm going to have to, for my hunting trip, find something, figure something out, which is high on my priority list. I've got to figure that out real soon. But there is something to be said about the beauty of just being able to come up here free and go back and go wherever without um, the responsibilities, you know, of of animals. Um, My feeling right now is that's that might be something I want to return to. But of course, I've made the decision. You know, I have the animals. It's not. 
it's going to be a lot harder getting rid of them than it is to take them on, I think. Um, it's, a, it's a tough situation. I do want freedom again. I do want to be able to leave. I want to, for the, not just in a selfish way, like I want to be able to leave to go and f- travel freely, right? And see people and do things, whatever. But I also want to leave because it's a, it's a cost-benefit thing. Like I feel like I have the opportunity to engage in business and to further uh, myself in the world. And by being here, I'm limited to just being here. I feel like um, I want to go out and explore real estate. I want to go out and, and, and help my family with things and, and my friends and engage in city life as to a degree um and and i'm feeling hungry to do it now that's just where i'm at now this is these have been recent thoughts in the past week for whatever reason um in thinking that i've i've talked to a few friends and i'm reminded of how special this is how special this opportunity is how special what i'm doing is and I've had many people talk me kind of off the ledge of, of throwing in the towel saying, dude, like you got to keep doing it. Like looking at your story, Instagram stories is like the highlight of my day, like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's cool. And that's uplifting. And I, and I thank those people for recharging me, but I'm doing this for myself. You know, I'm not doing this so someone can get off on my Instagram stories. And if it's no longer serving myself, well, I got to figure something out. Um, so I've taken a step back, you know, it's like, I was, I've been, I've been calling up like the Florida Cattlemen's Association and local cattle, cattlemen out here, breeders, uh, asking about calves. And I've been thinking about, you know, getting calves and having cows on the land. And I still might do that. I think cows are a little less fussy than, than goats. I think you can kind of be absentee with them to a degree. I don't know yet. I haven't fully read the books. But that's my feeling. Um, But I'm kind of at a crossroads, I feel. Like, obviously, I have the next few months. Um, Once the goats are born, let's call it January, you know, 2020. Goats are born, and now I have the winter to spend. And I kind of have the winter made up. Like, I want to... I want to really dive in on two creative pursuits, hammering away at the forge, getting my skills down, getting my shop organized, and getting my workflow down in front of the blacksmith forge and start making things. Like, that's a calling that I've had within me to, like, hammer away at hot steel for years now. And I tried it in Miami. I just didn't have the right setup. And I brought my stuff up here, and I'm finally here over the summer. You know, I'm in this garage. It's uninsulated, unair-conditioned. There's bare, you know, there's no airflow. Uh, it was just the last thing you want to do is sit in front of a thousand, degree, whatever many thousand-degree forge. So now, with the cool weather approaching, I think, first of all, I have the place set up nice now, and it's time to enjoy winter. So I think... If I do decide to throw in the towel, I'm not going to do it at winter. That's the nicest time to be up here. So just my feeling now, of course, in episode 11, 12, whatever, it's going to change. But 
if I throw in the, the question, I'm at the crossroads. Continue on, dig in, throw in the towel. If I throw in the towel, it's not going to happen until next summer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it happen. Unless I really break down and I just f- have to say fuck it and I have to just go. Yeah, I think, I, I think it's going to be next summer if I do that. Or I find a way to make it work and I continue on here. Making it work would require being able to leave as well. Like, this is, we're in 2020 here. I'm not fucking Farmer Joe in 1860. You know, I need, this is 2020 here. I need to be able to leave. So, to make this sustainable for me in the future, a partner who's willing to do this with me, the ability to leave the pursuit of actual business i need to make money you know i need to i need to have a higher purpose where i'm providing for this this is not sustainable i cannot do this for years it's a it's a money loser (laughs) not a money maker and uh, after all money is money although like you know no matter which path i take I'm thrilled, you know, this is like kind of a downer episode, I guess. It's probably not what any of you guys want to hear, but it's the reality, and I'm going to keep being truthful. I'm not going to put up any sort of smokescreen of uh, everything being always great and happy and endless, whatever, joy. But uh, I'll tell you what what does bring me up is the idea now that if I do return to this as a uh, as a retreat, you know, as a place I come to here and there for a week or a month or whatever it is. Um, it's fucking hooked up now, you know? It's gonna be awesome to come here, you know, because it's great. I have it set up, man. You know, I was doing plumbing the other day. I set up, like, a water line to the fridge. I set up the dishwasher, like, basic home plumbing, like, simple stuff, but... It's simple only after you've been exposed to it. Like, if you never have done stuff like that before, it's intimidating just because of the uncertainty of, like, what you need to do or what you need to get or whatever. But, like, anyway, I'm like, things are badass here. You know, it's ready to go. So that makes me happy. You know, whenever I come here, the place is going to be hooked up from now on. And it'll only get better. I have a bunch of big projects left. So that's where I'm at, man. It's a crossroads mentally, like in in practicality, like my day-to-day is not going to change. It's just where I'm at mentally and thinking about the future and thinking about my time here and what my actual goal is and what the purpose is. Uh, the reality is I'm going to be continuing on this path for months at the very least. So it's just thinking. I think this is... Uh, feels really good to get this episode down and recorded and to get my feelings out like I feel like two months maybe that's why maybe that's why I'm feeling kind of down is I've gone two months without checking in like maybe it's symbolic or whatever but the idea of like getting your thoughts and feelings and emotions down and recorded and sending them out to whoever listens to them like is cathartic and maybe I just needed that Um, these are super real thoughts stuff I've carefully been mulling over and You know, it's something that's... You always know something's real if it's sticking with you day in, day out. Like, to have a feeling one day or two days is one thing, but to have it week after week is another. So, that's where I'm at, guys. I want to thank you all for listening. Reach out. If you liked the episode, let me know. If you didn't, let me know. 
Uh, don't be a stranger. Uh, stay safe out there. And talk to you soon. Stranger, I was.